yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, why yeah, not? Why wouldn't the next generation do better than this the other <laughs> one? Like, you're just giving up on life then if we're not. <laughs> so, I feel yeah, like that's yeah. the, at the end of the day, that's the real point of being a parent and a father is so that your kids are yeah. better versions of yourself, right? And can push on their own dreams and, you know, just teach them from all the mistakes and all the things that we've learned in our lives. Exactly. I agree 100%. We want to get better. I want I want my generation to be better than than the generation of papas. Why? Because I want to be able to take the the nuggets that he had, you know, and I want to be able to go more. I mean, as much yeah, as I love man. my grandfather to death, I can tell you this right now: the biggest mistake that my grandfather did was that he put the church before his family. He truly did. Uh, if you guys know anything about Papa, I've had these conversations with him, and the biggest regret is that he put the church ahead of his family now what do i want to do with that i want to be able to still take take his character traits and love my family because he loved his family i still want to take those character traits and love his family. i want to take the character traits that i learned from jesus okay and i want to bring them into my family but i'm definitely never going to put the church before my family right so of course i want to get better in those senses right money wise obviously i want to get better in money what, did, what did papa mean our by grand, that? our grandmother our grandmother was an home. entrepreneur many of you guys know that our grandmother was an entrepreneur and she was good she owned stores our grandmother was do i want to take her um her legacy and expand upon that sure i do sure i, I do didn't, i didn't even know that shit i didn't even know that Oh my goodness, there's so many things that we got to know about our grandparents, but that's the thing. You want to take these traits, these excellent traits, and you want to mold them and bring them into your today's day and age and make them bigger and greater. And 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 and, and you want to take the wisdom that they had and bring it into today. You want to you want to bring that wisdom in. It's a big deal. So I'll I'll be honest, um, and this is you know circling back to just the importance of having resources. Because I realized with our, our grandfather, the day that I realized, um, and, and this, this is gonna even maybe sound shallow, but how much he truly cared for us. I, I remember I, I could always go to his house. So this is, I was, I was 13, 14. Um, I could go to his house and I could just pop up anytime and I could stay there, I could sleep there, he would be happy to see me. And I'll never forget, um, one day I went to buy a, a Game Boy Color in a mall that was close to where his house was. So I stopped by, say hello and, and everything. And I told him, yeah, like I, 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 I saved up enough, I scrounged up enough, I'm going to go get this Game Boy. And I'll never forget, at a time where he had 72 grandchildren, he just reached into his pocket and he wasn't like wealthy and gave me $15. And looking back at that, I'm like, it just, it didn't even occur to him that that was like financially irresponsible on his part or that like he could be spending it somewhere better or that, um, you know, like, like he just, he was like, do you have food? Are you hungry? What are you up to? And even though he wasn't, he wasn't balling. Instinctively, 
he he was like, okay, like, and I don't know, if, I don't know if it was him overcompensating or maybe the relationship he had with his actual children. But I, I can say like as a as a grandchild, I've never um experienced any feeling that like he cared more about like the, the church per se when like I was around as a grandchild. I know like when we were at church and we were always at church, he like he like you know he had to like preach and, and do like you know his duties. But I Shaner's I you know yeah that's that's a very interesting perspective on on uh, Papa. Uh, mommy unfortunately was was sickly by the time her and I would interact, so I, I never really got to speak to her much. But as far as like our, our grandfather, I, I don't know, man. Like he loved his his kids and his grandkids, and I, I felt as though he tried to right the ship in many ways with his grandkids. I absolutely agree. I remember going to Papa's too, and we would stay there for weeks, like all summer. And as we were there, all the different grandkids would come by. This guy would make sure every day he would cook, clean, do everything for all of us. All of us, man. I remember we'd show up there randomly on a Sunday. And man, as soon as you walked in, this guy would put on a pot of rice. And I know a lot of, I talked to like a lot of other Caribbean people. And one of the primary ways that they show like their affection, how they care is like through food, right? I think the ability of trying to feed and gather a collective. And I mean, our grandfather, I feel like he always tried to do that. Like he always tried to provide and serve us all in abundance. Uh, I never remember going there and ever being hungry or ever, you know, having to leave, like even ask for something. We were there as kids. He'd be like, hey, you guys want ice cream? And the ice cream truck would come around. And we'd all be like, Dickie D, Dickie D. And we'd run over and Papa would give us all like, you know, a dollar or two bucks. And we'd all rush out to the truck. Or he'd usually give it to Mark, and then Mark would be the one who would have to distribute what. Yeah, you're bringing me into it. <laughs> Not what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Shane, I never. I I hear people saying that, but I'm saying, what do you? What did Papa mean by that? Like, I understand he was, he, he was he was gone for a long time when he was planting churches all over Jamaica and stuff like that. So. You know, was he, was he, did he mean that? Like he wasn't at home as much as he'd love to be? And mother yeah, that, that, like, like, like basically what it came down to was that Papa was planting churches and he was wanted, you know, all over the place to the point that, you know, he was constantly, constantly gone. I mean, don't get me wrong. He'd come home as best as he could at night, but by the time he would get home, you know, I mean, he'd get to say maybe hi to the kids and they'd be gone to bed because they had to go to school. Um, uh, he, he, he was, you know, everything, everything was about the church. And he tried to instill that into the kids. But I think what happened was that he didn't recognize that, wait a second, these are also kids that need to grow up, you know, not just in God, but grow up, you know, period, like be kids and enjoy, uh, you know, uh, the family. I can tell you this, I can tell you this as well, that he, they came to live with us many, many years ago. You guys, you guys, some of you guys weren't even born yet when he came to live with me uh, and my mom. And I remember, you know, watching him and grandma, honestly, uh, get into arguments. They would get into arguments. And, and, and I remember my mother um, going up to my grandmother and, and, and looking at her and saying, mommy, 
I don't know how you've done it for so many years with this man. You know what my grandmother said? My grandmother said that the reason why I continue on like this is because I put aside my own right for peace's sake. That to me, a word, a word like that, you can interpret that any way you want to. In today's generation, they would interpret that as weakness. Absolutely not. When you listen to those words, those are words of such wisdom that I wish I could follow in that footstep because I'm not very good at giving up my right, okay? But I'll tell you something. Those are key words that hold to the foundation of a relationship. Oh, yeah. And you see people together for 50 years, man. They, they put a, Some of them put, the, like you said, their, their piece aside and just deal with it. Nowadays, the little rock, they gone, buddy. They gone. It's, relationship's finished. So, right. And so, yeah. and so you have to understand that, that even though the next, um, the next generation is supposed to be a more intelligent, a more smarter generation, oh, yeah. you know, financially and all kinds maturity, of stuff, we're, also, we're also supposed to be better mature-wise and character-wise as well. Oh, yeah, we're sure. also supposed to be those things. But what's happening is, is that, you know, I mean, you'll hear a lot of the older generation. I talk with them quite often because i work at a hospice yeah you, you see them. hear a you hear a lot of the older generation turn and say you know man you know like our, our younger generation they want 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 but they don't want to put in the work you know they don't want to put in the work in their relationships they don't want to put in the work in, at, at their jobs they don't want to put it they want all this money they want all this all this attention they believe yeah. that they are yeah. entitled to so many things but they don't put in what it actually takes to get these things. And in a lot of ways, they're right. So even though we're supposed to be, even though we're supposed to be better than the older generation, in a lot of ways, we're missing the mark. So, so anyway, I've always wondered, well, how are we missing the mark? I'm not trying to say we stay back in their, in their stone age. That's not what I'm saying. Absolutely not. No. It's not what I'm saying at all. As a matter of fact, one of the things I love about today's generation is the way in how they know how to work smarter and not harder. I love that. There's a piece there that is just like, wow. You know, and, 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 and the amount of money that's available to us today in comparison to back then. I mean, I think it was Tyrone who said at one time, nobody should be broke. Nobody. Because of what is available to us today. Tyrone made that uh, made a point like that one time very clear and it resonated with inside of me. Why? Because I'm learning from the young and the old because I want to apply that to my current. And I think that that's so important for all of us as men, as fathers, as, as single guys to do. It's very important that we do these things. Let me ask you guys a question. I want to ask you guys a question here. Because I'm curious, when I look back at mommy and papa, they had many, many, many kids. They had 11 kids, mommy and papa. And, you know, Shane has a very unique perspective because when he was a teenager, he got to see papa as a young man. Most of us got to see papa really when he was a little bit older. But Shane's perspective was very interesting because, you know, he probably got some of that real, like right when he was turning into a man, is right probably around the time where Papa had been through some stuff, but still had a lot of pep left in his step. I think uh, what I'm wondering is, is, you know, grandma, 
based on what Shane is sharing, like dealt with a lot of BS because I can only imagine you, know, you have one kid, two kids, three kids, four kids. Shane's mom is the oldest and she's seeing kids six, kids kid seven, you know, and Papa's not home. And Papa's not home from, from what it sounds like. Papa's not home. And that's a lot of mouths to feed and, you know, personalities to deal with and kids to put to bed and, you know, kids to get bathed and showered and laundry and cleaning the house. I, you, how that, 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 that's, that's a lot, man. That, that, I don't know if they had, Shane, did they have a lot of help or did mommy do, did, did grandma do everything by herself? So, so, so as you guys probably already know, um, uh, uh, you know, um, maybe, maybe not so much, maybe not so much the middle kids, like for instance, when the twins were born, um, your dad and, uh, and, um, and, uh, um, uncle, um, uncle Paul, but I can tell you this, that my mother, um, my mother was the one who, who took, who, who became a second mom in that household. My mother took care of, of, of people. My mother disciplined the boys, um, and 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 at that time, uh, Uncle Don, who was the first, he was working at the airport, and he was trying to make his move, you know, to move, uh, you know, to move to Canada and all that kind of stuff. So my mother had to step in, and that's why she's kind of looked at as you know um, a secondary portion of the matriarch, because she had to step in and and really take on Grandma's role because Grandma. Not only was she caring for everybody, but she was also managing stores because she was an entrepreneur while Papa was out preaching and doing his thing. And then they would have to come together on a Sunday and who knows what was taking, what was happening. So now you got these personalities, as you rightfully said, um, Tyrone, they're growing up. They're growing up and, and, and there's some, there's some resentment, you know, there's some resentment um, uh, 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 towards Papa. There has to be. There has to be. That many kids, that many mouths, and he's not home? Shane, are you still there? Can you all hear me? No, we just lost you for a second. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're back. Okay. We hear you. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Tyrone. Um, th th there was such a dynamic that had to take place within that home. And that's why that's why my mother was, was respected, but at the same time, she was also, you know, uh, there's there's been a little bit of um, of that. They, uh, they hate her. There's no way they would hate her because she she was like law enforcement when when that's right. mom and dad that's wasn't right. around. That's exactly right. My mother, my mother was also, if you guys remember this, my mother was also very much uh, the goody two shoe of the family. People thought ah. that Papa loved. People thought that Papa loved her the most because she was the one that that gravitated to Christianity first and foremost. Ah. She was the one that went into it very, very rapidly and she's never lost it. Whereas all these other, all these other, all, all of her siblings, they weren't in the church. As a matter of fact, Uncle Don to this day struggles with Christianity because oh, yeah. of Papa's yeah. commitment to oh, it. Yeah. Okay. Um, everybody's coming into it now slowly but 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 you have to understand. I mean, Craig, your father, your father, uh, you're very much like your dad in so many ways because your dad 
was 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 just I mean I would come to Toronto and you guys were like little kids like four three years old that kind of thing and I would hang out with um with Uncle Carlton and with um and, and with Uncle Delroy and then it was uh it, it, it was um Uncle Desmond who introduced me to uh to uh to Scotch he gave me my first shot when I was like <laughs> 10 years old and it burned my mouth out wow. okay burned my mouth out but you have to understand like craig your father is the guy who inspired me to work out he was the one that inspired um it was it was uncle um it was uh both uncle um uh uncle tony and um and uncle delroy who taught me how to dress they gave me like I just love the way that these two guys dress themselves. Okay, it was Uncle Tony who taught me about just putting your nose to the grindstone and working hard because that's what he did. Your your my Uncle Tony ran one of the most successful restaurant businesses. Oh my goodness, he, he was so he 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 he, he knows business like there's nothing. Um, Uncle Don. Uncle Don was in the Millionaires Club in Toronto, one of the first black men. One of the first black men in Toronto was a part of the Millionaires Club. Uncle Don was. Uncle Don showed me what it was like to have your money work for you. Like I could tell you guys some stuff, man, that would just make your heads go, oh my goodness, no wonder. Like um uh, uh Tyrone, your mom, your mom, okay. When I would come to Toronto, your mom would always invite me over to the house. And your mom, you, you, it, brings me to, it brings me to tears. It brings me to tears. But, um, but your mom, your mom is such a special woman to me because I used to see Uncle Tony just get so frustrated with her. And it killed me. It killed me. But I'm telling you, man, your mom was the greatest thing to me when I would go to Toronto. Her and Auntie Pat, they were the greatest things to me. Because at the time, uh, uh, Auntie Paula was there. Um, Auntie Paula had just moved into uh, Canada. And Auntie Carol wasn't there at the time. So I can't really speak to them that much. But, um, but uh, um, your mom, she's known as Winsome or Elaine. She meant everything to me because I would go over to Auntie Pat's house and then I would meet up with, I would meet up at the Diablo restaurant and your mom would come in and would say, hey, Shane, do you want to come to my place? And I was like, absolutely. And your mom treated me, man, oh my goodness. It chokes me out, but your mom was so great to me and I love, loved her so much. And when I see how sometimes some of these guys, Cynthia, for instance, uh, Uncle Don was with uh, was with Cynthia, and Cynthia was so great to me. Like she was the most wonderful woman to me as well. And when I see these guys and how they treated these women, sometimes I, I get so angry. And then if I act out the same way that they do, sometimes I get angrier at myself. So when it comes down to these older people, like Garrett, your mom, Sherry, oh my goodness, why do you think I call her mom? Because your mother took care of me. And I know that that probably feels funny for you because of what you went through with her, but your mother took such good care of me to the point that 
my mother trusted her enough that when she left Toronto to go and make a home for us in Calgary, it was Sherry who took care of me. And then Uncle Desmond came into the picture. And honestly, uh, Uncle Desmond didn't really take care of me. It was like Sherry was taking care of both of us because Uncle Desmond was like in his own world. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> told me Uncle, day, Uncle yeah. Desmond came straight from Jamaica. Rasta, straight from Jamaica, right to our home. And, and, and Dredged Sherry down to, to his bottom and everything. <laughs> Sherry had to take care of him. Like, you guys don't understand the history and the richness involved with our family, the ups and the downs, which is what which is, I know this is going to sound funny, but it's what also reveals scripture to me that much more because our family went through the same thing as some of these people in the Bible. It was just amazing. So I understand that, that, that that's a cornerstone of who we are. But, um, but, but, but you know, so, so, so when we get into these types of conversations, man, the wealth of information that, that I love to share with you guys and that you guys you know, share with me and I get to hear how you guys were brought up and raised and whatnot. You know, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's beautiful. And you're right, Tyrone, uh, the perspective that I'm going to give you versus what you guys experience is going to be different. It's going to be different, but nonetheless, please take these nuggets and understand that your parents love you guys man they did everything that they could and that they understood based on where they were coming from and based on where you know as you guys were growing up what they were trying to accomplish for you guys um you know uh, there's 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 so much my auntie pat oh my goodness man i can't tell you that coming to toronto and seeing everybody you know uh, <laughs> My Auntie Pat was great. We used to dance in the living room to reggae music and everything. And Uncle George was there. And Mark was just a little baby. And then as Mark was growing up, I would beat him up because I hated the fact that he had this bottle in his mouth. And I would just, I, I couldn't stand it. So I would punch him out. But we still got along. But we were still the best of cousins. You know, Garrett coming into the family, he wouldn't even leave my side. There were, I mean, Garrett used to grab my leg. And yeah, just like my kids are with Sylvester. Anybody, kids, yeah, if anybody like tried to Sylvester, pull Garrett away from me, man, I was like, that Garrett was me. Lose it. He would lose it. Just awesome stuff. Awesome yeah, stuff. A lot of history, man. A lot, lot of history. A lot of history. Sorry, guys. Well, that's why I even look going. forward to the history going forward because now when I think about like our our younger what kids, you like Shane's kids, like Shane's kids, like when I took Quincy to Calgary. And we went oh. to Shane's house for dinner. Like those kids were loving on Quincy, especially the girls, right? Gobbled them, gobbled the them. Twins, up. and I was just like, "Oh man!" Like I can't wait until these kids get older, and they'll just be like, "Oh, Quincy, Quincy!" And they'll be like, Christian, Joshua," and they'll just be old. And then all those little guys will just be like all over each other, like trying to like wrestle each other. And then, but Royce is the same way. Like even with me, like when Royce comes back from his from his week off. He'll be like, Quincy, Quincy, I love you. I love you. <laughs> or he'll see me like holding Quincy and he's like, no, my baby, my baby. I'm like, no, that's your brother. He's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's your brother. Yeah, he's your brother. He's my brother. Yeah, he's my baby. He's my baby. No, I'm, the, I'm Quincy's dad. I'm 
Royce. Yeah, you're Quincy's Royce. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the greatest part. And I just can't wait until like, you know, we can just uh, have those more moments because Shane's talking about things from like 30 some years ago, man. Like more than 30 years ago. So think about 30 years in the future, what's going to look like, or even like 10 years, right? When these kids are like 10. And you we know, make them like play like, I would, we make them play like two on two soccer or basketball. It's like, come on, Christian, you better not hold Quincy back. We're not losing to Joshua. Or making like oh, Quincy hey, and Christian race. Like, I'll be like, I'll be like Quincy, if you lose to Christian, no mangoes for you. <laughs> Shane, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go you ahead. probably have a whole of stories about like Papa and stuff like that. I remember I said it a couple times growing up, you never really knew much about like Grandpa and their history and stuff like that. And like even with like my dad, like I don't know much about this guy's history. You know what I mean? The only thing I know is what we know now about like the church. Yeah, we hear stories like oh yeah, everybody was roughnecks and stuff like that, but like we don't really know their history. You, I guess, you kind of have like a, a better understanding of that, right? Yeah. Then, yeah, like, these are things that we would want to pass on, right? Like, how can we get like a collection of these stories or like hear from you about, you know, some of the, the greater stories that we might not know about? Just, I feel like there's, when I have kids, I would want my kids to know my father in a way that I never knew our grandfather. You know, right. like I want right. my dad to be the kind of like granddad that sits with them and tells them tales of like when he was growing up. We never really got that with Papa, but it'd still be great to have some of those stories so we could pass on. Yeah, it sounds like um, one of these days it's going to be me sitting down on a rocking chair and having all your kids around me as I tell them about. <laughs> 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 Well, you know, back in my day, we used to go to this thing called the arcade. I remember, I remember when computers were invented. Oh man, that's so good. That's so good. I, I do want to add, I think that's something that's really underrated in all of this, as far as the, the length of this family, is the, um, is the maternal impact. And, and to be honest, I feel as though the matriarchal impact and, and decisions in this family have, have been more instrumental, arguably, than, than, than the decisions and the things that were achieved by the men. Just hearing, um, you know, the, the stories that never get told from the from the women um, in our family, it, it, it would seem as though um, from mummy all the way down, you know, the, the, this legacy really has 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 been allowed to flourish, um, not necessarily because of. of particularly fantastic men um, who in, in their own right are, are you know, amazing, but by, you know, the, the right women um, being a part of, of this 
family. Craig, you, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now because you 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 definitely nailed it. I'm going to tell you this right now. When 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 we lost when we lost Papa, when we lost Papa, that was definitely a devastating loss. I'll never forget it. Um, you know, I when I found out that Papa was dead, I believe I was with Mark and uh, and Monique. We were in Atlanta, and we got the news that Papa had passed. And that was that was saddening. But I'll tell you something, man. When mommy died. Your when mommy died. Oh, yeah. When mommy died. Oh, yeah. What that did to she, everybody. She wasn't even here. She wasn't what even here. She was in Jamaica. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What I'm trying to say to you is that if you guys, if you guys, if you, your guy, your parents, Uncle Tony, um, Uncle Paul, uh, all of your parents, including my mom, I'm telling you right now that as much as Papa was a great man. Mummy was the glue. Mummy was the stability. Mummy was everything. She, she was the one who kept everything together because Papa didn't have that type of skill set. He just didn't. Papa's skill set was very much about, yeah, he was a funny guy. People loved him in Jamaica, but Mummy was the number one lady. She, the, I mean, if you're going to pay homage to anybody, that woman, that woman was the cornerstone of who we are as Camerons. I'm telling you. And she didn't even come from, she, she came in and brought and took on the name. She came in and took on the name, but she, she is the one that held it all together. Papa wouldn't be anything without her. I remember, I remember my dad, right? When she was ill. Just like going on, on these rants about like how like you know he's gonna be the one to deliver the eulogy, and he would just like not get incensed, but I, in my mind I'd be like, "What's wrong with this guy?" But he would just be like, <laughs> "And when it's her time to go, I'm gonna be the, like he's like, and like it's gonna be me that delivers the eulogy. I'm the only one that's gonna deliver the eulogy." And I'm like trying to piece it together. You get what I'm saying? But he was yeah. just, he was so like, it was this unmovable um, opinion of his that like, he had to deliver the eulogy. And in my mind, I was like, well, like, you know, she had so many of you, like, why? Let, like, let, why? But let, he was just, let, his, his. Let me, let me give you a little, a little insight on that one. When your father, when your father came in to see his mother, who was very sick on the floor in his brother's house. I mean, ask your father one day to tell you about that story. When he walked in and saw his mother on the floor in his brother's house, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a fierceness as well as a sadness in my entire life. I, 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 you, you, you take the time. You take the opportunity to ask him about that story. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give it out on this. We're, we're recording. You, you ask your father about that story, and and you should get it directly from him because I don't believe that my story would do it justice. But you get it from him, and you'll see why your father uh, is such an entrepreneur at heart because he has he has your mother's heart. Yeah, your dad did some stupid stuff back in his earlier days. Yep, he sold his royal oats. 
no if ands or buts about it but today your father is passionate how he is because of that woman i'm telling you i'm telling you what was her maiden name do you know it was it red red or red? um red uh, yeah it was oh, it was um, no, she was from Red. Wasn't she was from Redlands? I think. Green. But her last green. name, Green. Yeah, her green. last name was Green. Yeah. Her maiden name was Green. Yeah. It was Green. From Red Hills. From Red Hills. Redlands. Yeah. Those, those guys were rough guys, yo. Know, Dwayne was talking about it and stuff. That was a rough place, buddy. Yeah. That's why Grandma was so tough. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's why she was so tough. Rough, rough, rough neighborhood. Oh yeah. Rough parish. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. Like, I think nowadays, I don't know. I could say it. Like, a lot of women are not that rough no more, man. Like, it's a little bit of different with the money thing now, where women will go through the trenches back in the day, but now it's like when the trenches hit, or like again, like you guys seen the man ain't making no money, or yo man's not joke man's joking around. Yo, stuff's just different now, man. Where back in the day, people just stayed together. But I or um. So our, our expectations of women, um, you know, not only unrealistic, but like harmful in the sense that this, our particular family has been blessed with so many, um, you know, superb 